Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode let's talk about scissors. <laughs> now, scissors are super easy for adults to use. We know how to use them pretty intuitively. We've been using them for many years. But if you teach little ones, three-year-olds or four-year-olds, and you give them a pair of scissors, it is a whole new world for them. They do not know how to use scissors. They need to be explicitly taught how to use them safely, how to use them correctly. This is really, really important to get right now so that they don't struggle using scissors as they get older. So in today's video, I'm gonna share with you a little bit about the timeline of development of scissor skills, according to occupational therapists. I'm also gonna give you some ideas of how you can incorporate practicing scissor skills in your classroom, and also some tips to make it a little bit easier for your kiddos. So let's jump in. Now, if you teach really little ones, the twos or the threes, or if you have little ones at home and you wanna get started introducing scissors, what you can do is you can actually get started with using Play-Doh and scissors. So these are a pair of Play-Doh scissors. They're really easy to open and close. Just the actual act of opening and closing scissors is gonna be so new for those little toddlers that these are really great. They're super safe, they're not sharp. And cutting Play-Doh is a really great way to start, especially because it's gonna help them develop the fine motor skills they need in their hands in order to use scissors more effectively later on. So the first step, just opening and closing those scissors and being able to cut with Play-Doh, they can start doing that as young as two or two and a half, depending on the child. So you're gonna to wanna to start there before you ever get to paper. Now, once they're ready to move on and you want them to use scissors with paper, there are a few different tools that you could use. If they're not ready to go right to regular scissors, you could use these, which are called loop scissors. And all you do to use these is you just squeeze and you can see that it's gonna cut. So you don't have to use quite as much coordination for these. They're really helpful to build those fine motor skills in our little one's hands. So if they're working on snips, they can just put it right on their paper, squeeze and open, and it's gonna snip their paper for them. So these loop scissors are an option. I also have a pair of these, which I think are called bounce back scissors. They can be used as regular scissors, but they have right here, this little yellow piece. I can put it down so that when my little one is cutting, it's going to bounce back. So it doesn't stay closed, these scissors, they bounce back open because this little yellow part bounces back. So these are really helpful as well if your little one needs help with that. Still great for the snip. It just gives them a little bit more support. Now you can see on these scissors, I actually have a piece of tape right here. And I put the tape on the side where their thumb goes. And I remind them that their thumb 
and the tape is always pointing to the sky. So any visual cue that you can give them to help them remember that their thumb is always pointing to the sky is really helpful. I also like to remind them that we're not chickens, so we don't want a chicken wing. So we want to keep our elbow down by our side when we're cutting. That's going to help them because then they're not going to be cutting upside down or having the rest of their fingers facing the sky because if they keep their elbow down, it forces them to keep their thumb pointing to the sky. So that's another tip as well. So a little piece of tape and no chicken wings. We want to keep that down. And then of course, when they're ready to go to regular scissors, again, you wanna help rem remind them that their thumb is pointing to the sky. But they are gonna be working on these snips, depending on the child, but around three, they're gonna be able to just make a snip. But you can see, I'm not moving forward, I'm just making snips. Now, as our little ones are working on their scissor skills, they're gonna move from just those little snips to being able to move the scissors forward to cut a longer line. So that's the next progression, going from the snips to being able to move the paper forward to cut a longer line. So that's gonna happen around three, and three, three and a half, they're gonna be able to use that helping hand. So you see, I have to use my hand a lot more when I'm moving my scissors forward. My helping hand is going to be really important for that. And so once they're about three, three and a half, that's what they're gonna be working on. Now straight lines are going to be a lot easier for them. So we're gonna start with those straight lines. Again, that's three to four, and that's having them actually cut on the line. So I would draw a line with my marker and see if they could cut on the line or close to the line. I also, in some of my activity packs that I sell on my shop, littleslovelearning.com, include some scissor skill papers like this one from our space pack. I'll link it down below. So you can see we're just starting with straight lines. So practicing cutting those straight lines first. Then let's see, as they get more advanced and they are developing their scissor skills, they're gonna be working on more curved lines around age four. So I also do include curved lines. This again is for my science pack, but you can see these are a little bit more difficult because there's more curves. And so they're gonna be working on that around age four, of course, depending on the child. That circle shape, we want them to be able to, we're gonna draw a circle and have them cut out that circle shape around age four. The square shape, that's between age four and five. And then really complex shapes that might be cutting out pictures or shapes with a straight lines, curved lines, all around, around five to six. So it's going from simple to more complex as they are developing their scissor skills, we're expecting them to be able to do more. It's definitely a lot harder when they have to start using their helping hand and they're cutting shapes or they're cutting lines that are more complex that are not straight because we want to teach them that our scissors are always going forward, but that we can turn the paper and our helping hand is gonna be so important with that to turn the paper but we still want our scissors to be moving forward. Then we turn the paper and we want our scissors to be moving forward. So that's a little bit more complex because they have to be using both of their hands. They have to be paying attention to which direction the scissors are going. So all of these skills 
can be worked on in your classroom or they can be worked on at home. But I'm gonna give you some ideas of how to incorporate them because I know you're already so busy and we don't always have time for these extra skills, but scissors are so important, we don't wanna skip out on this. So one of the ways I like to work on scissor skills with my little ones is through a fine motor journal. Now I have a previous video all about how I use fine motor journals before I use regular journals with my students. I'm gonna link that down below. But basically a fine motor journal is a place where we can do different activities to work on our fine motor skills and just kind of keep it in the same place. So I have talked about this in that video, but there's stickers and stamps and do a dot markers and all sorts of things. Now, what you can do is when you're having your students cut different items, you can put them in your fine motor journal. So for example, they could cut tape that they could tape in their fine motor journal. Of course, cutting paper, different shapes, whatever you have written out on the paper, they can cut and they can glue in here. Let's see if there's any more cutting. I think that's it for the cutting, but this fine motor journal has a lot of great ideas for how to build up their strength because as they're building up their strength while working in their fine motor journal, it's going to help them with their scissor skills as well. So some other things that you could cut, maybe glue into your fine motor journal or not, or just do them, use them for different projects. Let's see, you could cut wrapping paper. That would be really fun, especially if you're doing a birthday theme or around the holiday time. You can cut ribbon. You could cut paint samples, especially if you were doing like a color theme, you know, those free paint samples from the hardware store, that would be really fun. You can cut straws. I've done this before where we cut straws and then we use them to make patterns. That was fun. You could cut streamers. Of course, paper. We talked about Play-Doh earlier, which is fun. You could also cut slime. If you were brave enough to make slime with your little ones, you could have them cut slime. And then I like to do some collages out of magazines. So you could have them hunt through magazines for certain things, either pictures or certain letters, and have them cut them out. That would be really fun to use as an art project or to glue in your fine motor journal as well. You could also have a cutting jar in your classroom. I've seen other teachers do this before where they have an area in their classroom that has a jar. It has some paper strips and the scissors. So students can go over there and they can cut the paper strips and put them in the jar. That would be a really fun activity to do for morning arrival activity when your students are first coming in or even at a table center. Anything to develop those fine motor skills would be super helpful. Now you don't only have to use scissors with paper or scissors in a more traditional way. There's another way you can incorporate scissor skills with your sensory bin. So I have these scissor scoopers that are really helpful. And so what you can do is you can have put these in your sensory bin and you can remind students that we use them just like scissors. You could put a piece of tape on here to remind them where their thumb goes. Keep that elbow in, no chicken wings. And then they can use this in the sensory bin, which is going to help them with that scissor motion. I will link these down below. This came with a set of tools for a sensory bin that I love. And so it could be really helpful for your classroom as well. I hope these ideas were helpful for you. I know that giving little ones scissors can feel a little bit intimidating or overwhelming, especially if you're a parent at home and you have a little one, maybe it's your first child and they're two or two and a half and you're thinking, I can't give my two and a half year old scissors. Trust me, I know how that feels, I've been there. If you're in the classroom and you have a lot of two or three year olds and you're thinking, oh my gosh, scissors, I can't give my class scissors. Trust me, I've been there, I totally understand. It can be super overwhelming and intimidating. 
but it doesn't have to be. Scissor skills are something that's super important that we work on in these younger grades. And all of these skills are just gonna build on top of each other one at a time, so that by the time they go to kindergarten and first grade, they are going to be comfortable using scissors effectively. We don't want them to get frustrated. They're going to use scissors safely because we wanna make sure that everybody's safe in a classroom or at home. And so we just wanna start these skills young. And it is okay to go slowly. It is okay to take your time but we wanna make sure that we are not avoiding scissors just because we're a little intimidated or nervous about them. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!